guys what's going on welcome back to another esl podcast i am your host arsenio as usual and today we're getting into some vocabulary development words for relationships now this could be in terms of business relationships this could be in terms of uh, uh, uh you, you know uh, invasive species this could be in terms of so many different things and this is what i'm going to be going over today now we have verbs we have like like different types of uh of phrasal verbs if you will there's a lot of different things that come into context when we talk about words for relationships now again what we're going to be talking about today okay today is about eight words but the speaking that i have after that oh yeah you guys love it when i go on my rants and that's what i'm going to be speaking about today so let's without further ado guys let's just get right into this so Vocabulary term number one, deteriorate. So I believe that the situation with the global economy is rapidly deteriorating. Now, from airlines to Disney to Disney World, to to your basic household needs, your markets, your whatever it may be, travel tour, you know, tourism and travel industry, everyone has been placed on lockdown. You know, out here in Asia, China and the Chinese people are obviously the biggest market for traveling. But now that they've been locked down, and now luckily they are, you know, they're uh, finally uh, beginning to recuperate because they only have probably about 40% cases uh, out of the, you know, 100% uh, that are still in the hospital. And it was just a massive influx, but other countries are on the rise right now, right? So Italy. Iran, Iran could probably be the worst hit because they don't know how to handle the situation. Korea, it's still developing. Uh, and I think that will, uh, it's going to, again, it's going to peak. I don't know where it's going to peak, but again, it's going to go down probably after about two to, I'll say about three weeks max, right? So everyone is beginning to go up. And again, it has to come down and it is coming down because China was the worst hit zone and it's already beginning to come down. There aren't that many people dying per day anymore. It's half of a hundred. <sighs> so it was a rapidly deteriorating situation. Now the global recession is possibly here. People are shuttering their doors. And now, of course, people are shutting their doors over the fears of the virus and people are shutting the doors here in Thailand because of oh, there aren't any tourists. No, you don't want to bring tourists in without checking them because, again, you are putting the entire population at risk. But that's another day. That's another topic for another day. So let's keep going. Displace. Now, after the 2005 Hurricane Katrina out there in New Orleans, if I'm not mistaken, because 2004 was the Indonesian, uh, well, not only the Indonesian, but the massive Asian tsunami, um, but going back to the Hurricane Katrina, there were probably thousands of people displaced because of the flooding. So what had happened, if you guys don't know, is that the Marines, of course, the Marine Corps, <laughs> congratulations to those fools, they built a completely dilapidated, a completely broken down levee system to keep the water out. So it wasn't until, you know, that when the levees began collapsing and they started flooding the wards and uh, thousands of people had died where no one was held accountable. I guess, I guess accountability in the world, there, there really isn't much, right? So they ended up building something called the Great Wall, right? <laughs> yeah, in reference to the Great Wall of China. Uh, and to this day, yes, I mean, that does keep it out, but it's not until a historic disaster where we actually say, you know what, man, 
these thin ass walls aren't going to hold up a massive category five hurricane. So nonetheless, they, they learn from it, but un, you know, unfortunately a lot of people have perished, but big ups to Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt for building houses and building houses that are elevated now instead of houses that are at ground level. It's just like the same thing. The, the situation had deteriorated out here in Thailand nine years ago when the flood had happened, which was just a political mess. And again, the dams were overflowing. And then they said, okay, we're just going to release all the water and we're going to flood all the areas around Bangkok, but not the inner city because that will affect tourism. They flooded the airport north. 1,000 people had died. This, these places weren't underwater for like a week, like in America. This, these places were underwater for about three to six months. People were out of jobs. So again, Many people were displaced. Homes, there were dead snakes, dead crocodiles on the streets. You guys can't, yeah, I can't even, I don't want to go into detail because it is horrible. But again, guys, you understand what displaced means? Deteriorate and disrupt. So that disrupted and Hurricane Katrina and what's happening right now, the coronavirus, it's not the virus itself because the flu obviously still kills a hell of a lot more and has killed more than the coronavirus this year alone. It's the fact that people are fear-mongering and they're putting fear into human beings all around the world and they're shutting everything down, which will ultimately lead to a global recession. It's going to disrupt this entire world. And again, yeah, we're gonna, uh, of course, as human beings, we always uh, end up coming back, if you will. You know, we end up uh, learning from the mistakes. Uh, I think probably in the next half decade to decade, we're going to realize, oh my God, you know, this coronavirus, it was nothing because the flu pandemic actually this and that. And the, you know, the flu pandemic, it's here to stay, you know, is the coronavirus here to stay? But if it is, it still doesn't kill. It apparently only kills and goes after the older people with, or the people with underlying diseases or weakened immune systems. So it is a massive disruption. The goal is to eliminate, right? But sometimes we can't eliminate. Sometimes we just have to figure out the source. That's your next verb. So you have deteriorate, displace, disrupt, and eliminate. Elimination. It's kind of like, um, oh my God, I always forget the word. But what has been, uh, ex oh my God, it starts with the E. It means like wiped out forever. Not exonerated. That's like with, that, that, that's, no, that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's uh, like the, the, the law system. Um, eradicate it. There we go. Eradicate it with an E. Okay, that means that it's been completely wiped out, meaning eliminated. There have been a many of diseases that have been eradicated, but apparently, you know, like, um, what is that? Uh, 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 black, the bubonic plague has come back. You guys haven't heard about it. But again, this kind of like roams around my folks in Mongolia. Big shout out to you guys. I know you've been listening to me, but you guys have probably heard the news. You guys aren't even in Ulaanbaatar. You guys are like way outside in the outskirts. It's just so amazing. Big thank you to you guys for listening to me. But you guys possibly know this news because again, it's very, very unfortunate. But we, of course, <laughs> 700 years later, were able to treat the symptoms. So the bubonic plague is not as dangerous, right? Because we treat the symptoms. That's all there is to it. Now, is it, the, is it where as you know, your limbs begin to turn black and necrotic? I don't think so. I don't know. But again, Guys, we've eliminated diseases before, but they come back. Why? Because human beings have a tendency of consuming animals. And this is how we got into the whole coronavirus mess. As they say, we don't know the real story.
But nonetheless, emerge, and there's a lot of emergence. So, you know, like uh, invasive species. You know, after, you know, a lot of the wars out there, there were a number of different nasty species that had emerged and they were very uh, detrimental to society. What's the one in Ethiopia? It's some kind of cacti. And that has emerged uh, uh, because it's a, oh my God, what is it? It's like a, you can't consume it. It just eats everything. And so they're like dropping these chemicals on it to like get rid of it. And I think they're starting to do it and it's starting to work, but the, 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 the livestock, they're not able to eat it. Therefore, this doesn't happen. It's a chain reaction. And it ultimately takes away the farms and the food of the people and the selling everything. So this is like an invasive species. So the emergence of these, it continues to happen, right? And so if we look at exist, that means, you know, uh, something that is still ongoing today, right? That's all there is to it with exists. On the increase or on the increase, what is on the increase? And what presents a danger? Now, of course, I could go back to the main topic, what's on the increase fear, uh, present a danger, meaning, hey, what, it, it, what, could potent- what can this potentially form into? So again, like I said before, the coronavirus is not the virus that's dangerous. It's what people are making it out to be, and it's the global disruption that it's causing. Those are the those are the figure those are the figures, right? And so again, I'm doing this podcast at the very very dawn on March the first. Uh, happy leap year, by the way. But uh, you guys are listening to this like probably March 11th, March 12th, March 13th, something like that. But nonetheless, you guys understand now. So let's go into these questions. What have you eliminated from your life recently? That's that's question number one. So you guys could do some free writing, but me, I would always take a pre workout. So this is completely off topic from what I've been talking about or discussing up to this point, but I would take this pre-workout. There's one from America called Stymule. I love it. I love it so much, but they don't have it here in Thailand. And this one, what does a pre-workout does do? It has an immense amount of caffeine. And so if I take like a scoop or a scoop and a half of Stymule, my energy, I'm just, my energy's bouncing off the walls. Man, I'm running like at 500,000 miles per hour. It's ridiculous. I love it. Keeps me very, very laser-eyed focused too. Uh, but I've been taking another one called Amino Energy, which is very popular out here in Thailand. But I realized that I would always go through crashes in the afternoon. So after I take it, I work out, I need to go to sleep. And so I said, you know what, Arsenio? I'm going to stop taking this. Let's just stick to coffee. I hate coffee. But when I drink coffee, I don't drink it as an enjoyment. I hurry up and douse it. Like I hurry up and just unk, 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 and then hurry up and use a chaser such as water to wash it down. And guess what? I feel a hell of a lot better. No more crashes. No more excess caffeine. Hey, I've been on like probably a 40% reduction of caffeine. And coffee really doesn't do a good job anyways either. You know, it doesn't give me that insane amount of energy. However, if I go to Herbalife, and I get me some vitamin B, or if I get liftoffs, I would feel a hell of a lot better. So that'll be coming up. I don't know. We'll talk about that in another health podcast. So anyways, what could present a danger to my future ambitions? Nothing. I'm unstoppable. I think the fact is what I need to do is focus more on making money without using up my time. That's the most important part. Because we have a tendency of working, 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 but we're not focusing on the ultimate goal. 
So that's what I need to do. If I could become self-sustainable online and make a good, fair amount of income, then I won't have to live here in Thailand anymore. I'll probably go down there to uh, Central or South America. So that's the question for you guys to ask yourselves. Number three, what has been on the increase in the news in the last few months? You already know coronavirus. <gasps> Number four, what has deteriorated in your country in the last few years? Ooh, political situations in America, obviously, and Thailand. But what has deter deteriorated? I don't remember the pollution being that bad here in Thailand. Like three years ago, I never wore a mask. I never wore a mask when I came to Bangkok. It was nothing like that. I was completely oblivious. But over the last year, it has gotten increasingly worse. And now, I mean, just speaking to a German startup guy at the gym, I did a crazy workout last Wednesday. And, you know, he's holding this device in the locker room after the class. And I look at it and it said 152. And I say, hey man, what's that you got there? He's like, oh, this is called a laser bug. This is, uh, it detects, you know, the PM. And I said, wait, are you saying it's 152 in here in this gym? He said, yeah. This other Filipino guy looked at him. He's like, oh shit. I was like, oh damn, this is really bad. That means this, this PM, the PM, of course, the ultra fine particles is basically dust that penetrates the lungs. It could cause long-term adverse health effects. Right. So I'm like, damn, dude, I am completely unaware of how and how everything just penetrates. So I'm like, you know what? This gym needs to get a purifier. It needs to get some kind of air and they need to get about two of them and just stick them in different places. Because if the air is that bad at 150, what the hell's going on? So I hurry up and message him. I said, hey, man, I need a purifier for my home because if the gym is like that and it's upstairs in the corner, and it's way away from all entrances. There's only no, there's no telling what my goddamn room is because this air that's hanging right over my head, well, the ventilation is outside. And guess what else is outside? The ultrafine dust particles. So he said, listen, you put this on for about an hour, hour and a half, not the laser bug, but the air purifier. Your, whatever it is in there, it will go down to about 30 to 20. I said, oh my God, that's the green range. So guys, it's becoming very, very aware. You guys need to understand what the air is like because honestly what you don't see kills you even more so that's been the development okay number five who has emerged as an important figure in uh, this country this year me ah <laughs> come on thailand important figures come on i got a better chance joining the kkk and then we got number six what kinds of things can disrupt our day-to-day -day? well <laughs> you know traffic jams uh you know, uh, technology just completely failing. Uh, you know, oh, what just happened recently about two weeks, weekends ago? My phone, my phone service cut me off. I said, guys, I had to take a grab bike in the morning. It was working the hour before. And when I tried booking a grab bike, no, I couldn't because you guys cut me off. Guys, it wasn't that serious. That was the first time I ever been cut off. I had to hurry up and pay them. But by that time, I couldn't take a grab bike to go from my location to the other location would only take 17 minutes with a motorcycle. It's called a moped for those of you out there in America. I go to the SkyTrain station and I'm about three stations away from my stop. I get there within a half hour. But because Grab Bike completely failed, I cannot take a taxi there because the traffic jams are ridiculous going all the way into the city. The beautiful part and the great part about motorcycles is that they can maneuver in between all the traffic. So without the Grab Bike, I had to take this slow driving ass taxi to the SkyTrain station. The guy took four minutes to get like 800 meters. Pathetic. I get on this train. 
And then I had to do a very, very unnecessary a switch. So I had to go from one location to another location. And then I had to, you know, uh, uh, well, not one location. I had to literally get off at the train at this place called Taupoon, go underneath all the way over to the other side, Mr. Train, had to wait 10 minutes. And then I go to the other station. Then I had to walk all the way. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. It was stupendous. Very, very frustrating experience. So things that could disrupt it, <laughs> telephone service. <laughs> and guys, with that being said, man, thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast. If you want the definitions of these and you want to match them to some of the vocabulary terms that I have along with the sentences, you can go on to the Arsenio Buck Show. And if you guys have any other questions, man, do not fear. Arsenio is here. I'm your host, as always. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.